Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Comedian and SNL legend Jay Farrow joins us on today's episode of Rewives. His wit and hilarious commentary make this one of the best Rewives to date. Jay was so invested. When I tell you, I love this guy. This is my new favorite guy. There are only a few people that I want to call back to do this. Jay could be my co-host on this. He's so good. It's just like he's really thinking, oh, God, is he excellent. In this episode, the Beverly Hills Housewives are in Amsterdam. Need I say more? Kim Richards and Lisa Rinna go at it. Chaos erupts. A wine glass was thrown. Kyle Richards storms out of the room, fleeing in a cape-like fashion. This is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 5, Episode 16, Amster. Damn, girl. All right, so I want to know your relationship to the housewives none you know nothing you know everything you've dated someone who's watched like zero I've, you know my nothing mother, my mother is a big my mother is a fan of all the series so okay. my mother watches religiously um i only hear i only hear secondhand the drama that's going on however um i did i did get a chance to i did get a chance to see uh, uh the episode clip and uh and yeah, y'all, it's a lot of drama. I like that. I think that's what that's what drives it. I think it was kind of a setup them putting everybody in Amsterdam with white wine, but you know, it's whatever, you know. And um, well, we're gonna get into that because that's part of the thing. So you're dealing with a show that's quote unquote a reality show years later after the the franchise started. So in the beginning, there was some level of reality because. We were naive. We didn't know what we were doing. We were wearing our own clothes. We were doing our own makeup. We didn't know any of the people. We didn't understand the game. We didn't understand the matrix. And we also hadn't been on for so long or not been on and watched other people do it for years. So you figure what's going to work, what's going to rate. 
I mean, I wonder if there's anything like that about uh, like your business and being a comedian or coming into something and with a preconceived notion and trying oh. to trying to force it and 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 make it happen versus just being who you are who you are. Uh, I mean, I think SNL is a great example. I mean, you have to you're auditioning for your job every week, so it's like it's like you're pretty much throwing. You don't know is you don't know what's gonna work until you hit the table and you're pretty much throwing um throwing shit at the wall and seeing what will stick. And you're like, okay, cool. Well that well that worked, this worked. But once you get into the rhythm of it, you know what I mean? Once you once you start understanding all the different constituents and everything, that's when you start politicking and getting that game up and kind of uh getting people to align with you so they can write for you. Because if you don't have anybody in your corner, you'll pretty much fizzle out at that place. You know what I'm saying? Right. And in the beginning, there was a freedom for them not really knowing where they were, what was going on, how long this would go on, that it was going to be an institution, a phenomenon, so -hmm. they could be more free. There weren't all these rules and all this like same competition. And you see it in some of the work of the old school stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and uh, that place, it's just a... And I don't know how it is. I don't know how it is on set with y'all, but it's just it's a competitive. It's just super competitive all the time because you want your stuff to get on. You want to hit, but you also want to leave something substantive for people to for people to grasp onto and really follow you after you leave that show, because that's what you're doing it for. You don't do that. You you do that show to because it's the greatest. uh, It's the it's one of the greatest shows ever created and the greatest sketch show of all time, I uh, mean, and I'm just speaking through longevity terms, but af- it's about the relationships that you cultivate on that show um, and, um, and 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 per- and perpetuating that after you get off. And that's what really uh, solidifies your star. Like you got folks like Adam Sandler and um, uh, 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 who is it? Uh, Chris Rock and uh, Spade and- um, Will Ferrell. Uh, and Will Ferrell. Well, I'm just saying, I'm like, well, the guys that kind of work together. Well, you know. Oh, sorry. You, you know what I right. mean? Yeah, so, I do. Oh, you, the relationships there. That's such a great point. But also the credibility, because you just sort of alluded to like the low hanging fruit. You could go in and do the thing, you know, is going to get the laugh. But you're trying to also do work like you could take right. the commercial movie that, you know, they're going to get the laugh. But you want to do work that you're proud of. So there's you're balancing all these different things at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was at NYU and I got an internship at SNL. I knew uh, uh, I knew uh, one of the one of like an executive producer and I got a job at SNL for the summer. But NYU wouldn't give me credit. And I said, I don't care. I'll do it anyway. But SNL wouldn't let me do it unless the college was giving me credit. And I wasn't the person that I am today that would have just like figured out wherever the dean's office is and walked in and I and I didn't do it. And it's one it's probably one of maybe only two only regrets in my whole life was not doing that. Wow. So I have always regretted that because just to be in that environment and experience that, that's always been a regret. So just instead I got, I was a PA on Saved by the Bell, which doesn't feel exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but that's, that's Saved by the Bell was popping though. So that's not a bad, uh, that ain't a bad swap right there. Exactly. I mean, I, and I and to your point, I just interviewed Mario Lopez, who I know. So that's funny. Yo, did, did you uh, ha- was a Tiffany Amber Thess? I used to have the biggest crush on Tiffany Amber Thesson back in the day. Yep. I just thought that she was just so Kelly. She was just so pretty. Jessica, she was kind of 
I don't know what was up with her. She kind of gave me weirdo vibes. She Jesse was like, Spano. And yeah. also, she hated that they let Tiffany wear all the good, sexy clothes. And she was sort of like the feminist. She hated that. She was the smart feminist. And in real life, she was more sort of serious in that way, too, I think. Did you, um, you mentioned that there's a lot of competition on SNL, but we're going to get to the Housewives. But um, <laughs> is it also off? Meaning like, because with the Housewives, everybody pretends they're super chummy. And even if they are chummy off mm-hmm. camera, if someone gets something someone else doesn't get, everybody's alert. Like, why would they get that commercial that I didn't get? Or why did that person host a Today Show? And and so you got to kind of keep your cards close to the vest because a- everybody knows they're in a 15-minute window and they want to just get theirs. And and it's 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 really competitive. I feel like, I feel like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is competitive off the show, but more like, more like you'll think it to yourself. You'll be like, wait a second. Why does, wait, wait, how they get, what, what agency they at? I don't got that. Right, <laughs> right. Wait, you do, wait, a, a Verizon commercial and a Pizza Hut commercial? Well, God right. what are yep. my people doing on this side? Yep. You know what I mean? But it's, but it's more like me personally, when I see, when I see my folks who are on the show uh, doing whatever, I root for them. I'm like, yo, that's dope. Like it's never, I don't. Like it's never like, man, for, yo, forget that some bit. Now, it, if I am, if I get a little disgruntled and a little and a little uh, uh, flustered and mad about it, it's not to them. It's to my team. I'm like, listen, yes. what are y'all, what are y'all doing? That the work is out there. You mm-hmm. see, my friend got this commercial. They got this commercial. They doing this. Like, son, I could at least end up on Nissan. What are we mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not Verizon. You could get Nissan. That's hysterical. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just, just. I got it. So, all right. So we'll get to Amsterdam. So let me, do you know who any of these people are in the world? Like before, were you like, oh, I've seen that person. or I've heard about that person. Do you have any Only, knowledge? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see the face, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I've seen this person in this before or whatever. But uh, as far as just like knowing in- the intricacies of every, no, hell no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to know where we're starting. Okay. So um, Lisa Rinna used to be a soap act, soap opera yeah. actress and she kind of like dwindled in a career and then she was on Dancing with the Stars and then she ended up being on The Housewives. And it's funny because Andy Cohen, who... Uh, produces the shows and is host watch what happens live he didn't initially Mm -hmm. want her to be a housewife she's now not on the show anymore currently but um at that point she's like in the beginning of her tenure kind of but she always brought the drama so we find out in this episode and i know i think her husband doesn't drink and i do think she tells us that she lost her sister to an overdose so it seems like she is very sensitive to addiction do you have any you don't have to say who it is but do you have any frame of reference for addiction in your own life like when you thought somebody was not doing something and then you found out they were or being the addiction cop where you're trying to catch them or any of that well, stuff i just i i know uh well yeah i have uh <laughs> i've got somebody in my family right now that's very heavily addicted to alcohol and they keep and they can't get themselves out of it and mm-hmm. um you know, they'll, they'll hit me up and keep asking me. Like, I got the weirdest, the weirdest message from this person the other day. And it just said, hey, bro, how much for BT? I was like, what? Like, right. I didn't, 
I, I couldn't even, I didn't understand. I was like, what does he mean? Like, is, is he saying like a ticket? Like, but he was drunk when he right. wrote it. So it is a constant underlying problem. The rest of us, everybody has their problems. Okay. But mm-hmm. when it's something that, when it's something that's affecting family time where, you know, uh, now they can't make it to, okay. I was down there in Virginia in Virginia beach, my hometown. And I was doing a show and all my family came out except for these few people because one of them is addicted and the rest of the family was trying to help and find this person. They didn't even make it to my show. It becomes the whole family's problem and the hiding of it. Okay, so you're seeing yep. a little of that here with Kim and Kyle, who are sisters, both yeah. child actresses. And Kim has suffered with addiction for a long time. The thing that I think is interesting is I don't remember how the audience really took it, but sometimes now in going back to watch these old episodes, I see things differently than when I was watching it on television then. Mm -hmm. And I felt that, yes, Lisa Rinna seems to have a sensitivity about this topic and she's on a show with this person, but this isn't her friend. So now she's going around and talking to everybody about this topic, except the person directly. And effectively, she's talking to us. So I understand why she would be sensitive about addiction and it would trigger her. But I don't understand why she would try to. I don't think it holds water that she's running around to talk to all these other people about someone who she's not even really good friends with feigning concern. And I also do understand the person who is the addict, even if they are falling off, they're also on a television show. So now they are aware, acutely aware, that this has been discussed with not only every member on the cast, but the United States of America and other yep. countries. So it's that's like, my sort of thing that I think. Ah, uh, so you think it was like a, it was a, it was a slight, it was a slight shading that, a slight shading that was realized. And it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like when your grandmother says something to you, like everybody in the family knows has been talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been talking about it. They've been sitting there. They've been sitting there chatting about it the whole time. Yes, I have alopecia. That's cool. But you ain't got to tell the whole goddamn church about the shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. ain't got to sit there and... <laughs> it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing with the situation. When somebody is indirectly speaking to you. And yes, if you were there, you will get you will get very super agitated about it. Because it's it's your business. You don't want your business spread around like... Uh, uh, what am I spread around like Meg the Stallion's butt cheeks? You don't want that, you understand? Right, what I'm saying? right. But <laughs> live and direct, you would have more respect for and at least be able to address. Like, come to me Absolutely. directly. You may get into an argument, you can't say she's not going to be defensive, but at least right. it's like live and direct. Let's not pretend you're so concerned about me when we're not right. great friends anyway, but you're going around telling everybody and the audience. I think about the fourth wall a lot now, having this show, having been part of the experience because the audience just thinks you know this is all quote unquote totally real and the you cast has a responsibility by the way to the producers and the show to air everything does that make any sense uh-huh. so yes, somebody has absolutely. to say it and the producers are telling somebody to say it so lisa's the messenger i think look I, I like i like the uh i like the truth that you have with your personality of course being for the north you know people don't people don't bs mm-hmm. but even on like even when people came up to you and they were like, yo, I heard you like, yo, I heard you. So did you say this about me? Like, yeah, I think you're a know-it-all. And you're like, well, maybe I know it all. Like, come get some of this knowledge. I'm, <laughs> I said, oh, shit. Like, she, she's sharp, son. They, when they try to come for you and you have right. that kick. Yeah. 
Well, you know, as a comedian, sometimes that's a gift. That's an improv scene. Hell that's yeah. like, you gave me something. Now I'm going to take it to the next level. <laughs> you know what I mean? You call me a know-it-all. That's not an easy one to get out of. Nobody likes a know-it-all. No, no. Yeah, but if, if you do, if you know it all, you like, yes, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, all right. So you're on that argument. You're, even though Lisa has experience with addiction what where do you sway where are you like where's your a lot allegiance there who you someone wins a point who's getting that point um i think uh, like i said i like just because just because like i don't i don't think it's cool to like just spread business to everybody but that's what this show does that's what right. the show does right i think that i definitely think that um that 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 kim was cool i think I think she was justified by like standing her position and, and and being like, yo, man, like, yo, son, if you wanna like, yes, I was addicted, whatever. I think that I think that uh that Lisa definitely could have been uh more direct. And if she was direct, I would have had more respect. But if you're pseudo talking about somebody, like that's sneak dissing, like that's you subtweeting. I don't like we don't like subtweets. Right. If you're gonna tweet at me, dog, don't just Yes. Don't, I never heard yeah. that. Subtweets. That's yes. a pussy move. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's a pump move. Yeah. Do it in front of my face. You I'm that girl. I'm the, I'm not, I don't even know what a subtweet is. What a loser. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. I got it. But now what about people who immediately take the bait and Lisa says I've suffered with addiction. That's a great, that's also, she's been the one <laughs> on this the series who has said many different things, emotional issues. She's blamed her mother's death. Like she blames a lot of different things, post-traumatic stress disorder for, for she, Lisa Rinna is known to blame, be very dramatic about to like package her reason for doing things instead of just owning the, the thing that she did. And she, her thing is own it. She always says own it. So, but I believe that the person who's right can make themselves wrong. And what about Kim now saying you did this and now Let's talk about your family. Don't make me bring up your family, which is like a threat and effectively telling everyone that there's a secret or something with Lisa's family. Now that's now that's not right either. That's right. not right either. It's the same. It seems like they have a they have a uh, they have kind of a similar similar tactics. Like mm. at the at the end of the day, it's like okay, Lisa wasn't right. Lisa's not right for um for trying to address and and making it this grand thing about herself when it's really, when it's really not about her, when it's really about Kim, that she shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, um, at the same time, Kim shouldn't have, Kim shouldn't have been like, I got something, I'm gonna let out the bag and try right. to get, like, that's not, like, a two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Somebody had to be the bigger person at that time. And she could have been, Kim definitely could have been the bigger person and been like, listen, I don't respect you talking about whatever's going on with, with, with my life and I am not going to give out information about yours. You know me, I know you let's keep it like that. Like we should, she could have done that, but she didn't want to do that. She did bait. She did kind of, she did take the bait. She took the shark bait. She took the shark. Jay, bait. You're good her. at this. I want to let you know something. Cause I've had people on here who watch the show, like Elizabeth Moss, who's obsessed. And uh -huh. I've had people who've never watched it. And you're as good as both. Like, like you're very good at that. I can't explain it. You're just like, you're you're good at this. It's interesting. I think because my mother is a no BS type of person. My mother's from Best Stop Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've got I've got that half in me. Meanwhile, my father, <laughs> my father is from uh, Norfolk, Virginia. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They jokesters and all of that. 
But mm-hmm. my mother, she's like straight to the point. She's really analytical. So she's like, listen, she's and she's always told us that. Like, that's the moral code that we have had as, as, as children. She's like, listen, d- keep things lucid as possible. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. Keep it real. Yeah. Be, be straight up. Be straight. Literal. honest. Don't be don't be pussified. Don't yes. do that. Yeah. There is a there is a certain respect level for people who will keep it all the way 100 with you, even if what they're saying to you isn't the most consumable thing. You Thank understand? you. That's my entire life. What you just said is my entire existence. And it's not always popular, but you're 100% right. At least you know what time it is. It's, if I Exactly. If yep. you don't like me, that's cool. If you don't like me, that's cool. But if you if you're acting, you're portraying a different face, then I know then this this sheep, this wolves in the tip, this this thieves in the temple. Yes, facts. And, and facts. I'd rather know the thieves. I'd rather know the thieves than call the people who are my friends. I mean, call the people who are thieves my friends, and I don't even know. And now I'm in a situation. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little subtext about two of the characters. Kyle's the one who flees with like a cape 
Kim yeah. is her sister, the one who yeah. has struggled with addiction. There's a third mm -hmm. Kathy Hilton, who's Kathy. currently a cast member. But I used to work for Kathy as an assistant, Par drive Paris and Nikki to and from school, be nanny for them. I was best friends with Kyle. And I've always known Kim. So I know the BTS of this situation. And I'm also uh -huh. watching this with you and as a fan. And I'm also on the Housewives. So I have institutional knowledge on this trio. So at this table, and I guess there were other scenes in the season. Uh -huh. Kim is saying, Kyle, you aren't getting my back. And I, I don't really always understand what gaslighting means. But I feel like she's kind of throwing fire at Kyle because Kyle is yes, her sister. But when you took on the role to be on the show as a cast member, we all kind of have to like also fight for ourselves and be good cast members. Like she has to be honest about how she really feels. She can't like in secret say to Kim, what the fuck are you doing? And then on camera act like it's okay. So yeah. I'm, and it's not cause I like Kyle, which I do. I'm giving her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but Kim is saying you never defend me. And I, don't see Kim really, def Kyle really defending Kim. And I wonder as a sibling, what do you think about that? Should Kyle be defending Kim on some level? Uh, uh, let's see here. I feel like, I feel like, um, uh, I mean, your family business, I feel like your, I feel like your family business is your family business, right? Okay. okay. If it's if it is known to a wider if it is known to wider people, yes. If it's something that if it's something that really hurts that person, it's hard for them to talk about or whatever, I feel like you should definitely have that person's back. If if they're just like um if they're free with it, whatever, they're just like, yeah, this happened, this is all good. It's all straight, bam. I got through Wait, it. Wait, okay. so hold on. So let me tell you exactly what it is. Earlier in this series, I don't think it's this season, but maybe two seasons before, Kyle said to Kim in the car, like, my husband supported you and you stole, and Kim said to Kyle, you stole my house. Like, Kyle said, you're an alcoholic, Kim. And like, she feels uh, like she's been covering up her situation. And through this series, Kyle's had to kind of, hold that while she's on a reality show that they both decided to do. So now fast forward now and Kim says to Kyle, you don't defend me. And Kathy would have been a real sister, Kathy Hilton. So now we are in sensitive territory. And actually I haven't said this and I am friends with Kyle, but I have to be objective. I think when someone has been talking to a bunch of people about someone's addiction, even though it's sort of out, it's not a fun time. Kyle should have been like, guys, if you want to talk about her addiction, go to her or go to me. But this is not something to take. to. So Kyle, maybe Kim's right that Kyle should have defended her on some level that we would have seen. Right. When it's yeah, when it's when it's massive, when it's a whole bunch of people, if it's a if it's a few folks, if it's not a whole collective of folks around there and y'all just I feel like I feel like you can handle there's certain things that just don't need to be brought up to the mass to a mass group. That's what I think. Personally. Right. I mean, and, and I see I, I see that all the time. I mean, even even in my life. Now, I'm not going to say who the people are, but <laughs> we had a family. We had a family. Uh, we had a family uh, Christmas or whatever. And there was there was things said from some from from a couple. <laughs> they were talking, but it seemed like they always did it in front of people. One of them. One of them always did it in front of people. The other one, they were like, why are you trying to bring this up? 
Why are you trying to bring this up right now in front of other people? I think those, if you have any type of bickering with somebody and it's personal, I think that should be personally handled. I don't think it needs to be, I don't think it needs to be outed to the mass. If it is, well, yes. If my sister had a problem and everybody was talking about it, it was at a party, I would defend her. I would have to defend her. That's my sister. And listen, Kim has pulled focus in that family for years and been dramatic and the victim and all that. And I know that from firsthand. But I think I would say Kyle should not play Switzerland in that case. Just say something. You don't have to be full. Yeah. Okay. So we agree on that. And then let's pretend that there is a skeleton in Lisa's closet. I don't know. But she has a serious reaction. Throwing a glass at a dinner table like... Is that physical? Where are you on what that is? Like, what if that happened on Saturday Night Live, but not in a scene? Yeah, uh, hell yeah, that, that's assault. You can't, okay. throw, you can't throw something heavier. You can't throw something that's a pound at me. That's, that's uh, liable to break. That's a right. weapon right there. Okay. So does Bravo have a responsibility to bench Lisa in some way? Like, are there, should there be, like, work hu- human resources? Because now people get in serious trouble for shit. Back then, it was um, the wild, wild west. Now, do I think this should this should definitely be a quality? There definitely should be a quality on both sides as far as as far as suspension goes. And if it is, if it is for the folks of a different community, it should be the same on the other side. Um, I don't know the producers though. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the producers, but right. I do think that a quality a quality on both sides would be the best. Uh, it, it just. Even if other people would hear, even if people want to come on the show, hearing that you have the type of etiquette where you where you don't choose a side and you don't treat somebody different, that could that could in turn make somebody be like, okay, I want to sign up for this, I want to do this, or f this, I'm not going to do that because you I actually want to think about this. So Teresa, I think attacked somebody or Andy at a reunion. Then didn't Portia attack someone at a reunion? And then I think she was like bench. So anyway, we'll get to that later, but. That's an interesting thing because there have been a lot. There's a lot of discussion and race has been a different conversation. Let's talk about this now. It was already unfair. It's already unfair. Why is it unfair? You got folks, you got more than five white wives together in a place with white wine, not red, Mm -hmm. white wine. Okay. (laughs) When it's red wine, it's a fine time. When it's white, they ready to fight. And that's what happened. Okay. You, the white <laughs> wine is the, critical. Okay. White white wine is critical and it's Amsterdam. You People could have been, you know, it's Amsterdam, baby. Somebody could have been on some shrooms. You don't know what people are doing. Oh, now. yeah. Talk. We're getting to that bullshit, too. Like, as if they've I, never left the womb with the pot. Yeah. That's ridiculous. All right. So, it's three different things right now. Then we're going to get mm-hmm. into the pot then. So... Kim is Kyle's saying like that she's always taken this abuse from Kim, meaning like Kim's going to say you're a terrible sister and all that. And that this is like a repetition, you know, a repetitious cycle. Here's what's interesting. Kim brings up her kids and that she's gone through hell with her kids because of this addiction. Mm. Now, I don't there's two ways to look at this. Number one this coming out and being circulated, yes, will present a problem for her and her kids. I bet you if this is coming out, it's probably based in some truth. I don't remember the earlier episodes, but I don't think that this was based on just like a fantasy. I think that she probably was off the wagon. And Uh the thing of it is, there's two ways to look. One, yes, it affects her kids because now it's being 
unearthed and maybe she did fall off. Two, if you don't want your kids to be embarrassed, you do not go on a reality show. Like, you don't say, I'm going to bring up your shit from your family, you get a drink thrown on you, and then you worry about the fact of what your kids are going to think about your addiction being brought up. I think that's a reach. What do you think? I mean, yeah, come on. It's, it's, it, it is reality television at the end of the day. And uh, the juicy, the juiciness gets the ratings. So it's like, it's, it, yeah, you're set, you are setting yourself up for failure. If, if you say, I don't want, I don't want this talked about on a national platform that incites drama and also bickering. I don't, I, I, you are asking yourself, you are setting yourself up for failure. So I do, I do agree with you. And I do think that that is a reach, Bethany. I'm, You're I'm calling sick. bullshit a- because anything that one would do on this show that would generate good ratings is something that your child is probably not going to be proud of. Cause it's not going right. to be getting, you know, being the poet laureate. I mean, it's got, you know what I mean? It's going to be something that's not fun. Yeah. I listen, I, <laughs> An example would be, I mean, I hate to, to, to skip talking about other reality shows, but if you watch something like Love and Hip Hop or whatever. Yeah. All the, the craziest stuff, Jocelyn Hernandez walking in, calling uh, Mimi Foss, Mommy, uh, Molly Maid, and uh, walking out with some sexy lingerie. And she didn't already, uh, she, she'd been sleeping with her man, uh, Stevie J, and all of that. You And they have a daughter. They have a daughter. Right. She's going to see all of it. There's nothing she can do about right. that. Mommy's There's, working. It's 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 <laughs> it's literal. And I don't want to say, I mean, okay, cool. It's a rodeo. It's a rodeo show. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, yeah. And the most, the most fa- uh, accentuated freaking, uh, the most uh, uh, out there uh, thing that can happen, like you're saying, it's going to get the ratings and it's going to pe- keep people watching. And ultimately- right. Even though it's bad, they say there's no such thing as bad press. If they talking about you, they talking about you. It's gotten more like that. I used to not believe that, but it actually has gotten more like it doesn't matter because there's some other garbage that's going to be dumped on the pile tomorrow that'll make your pile smell less like shit. It's so true. I don't like that because I hate, I like a clean record for the most part, but everybody gets, nobody gets out without paying the bill. Nobody gets out without paying the bill. So, all right. So now we get to the bulldog which was a lot of bullshit. So Brandy's the one. She used to be married to Eddie Chibrian. Um, He cheated on her with Leanne Rimes. Very public divorce. But I agreed with her here because she's the one looking around at everyone. Everyone's acting like they lit- They came out of their, their the womb that day. Like, ooh, you, marijuana? Oh, whoa, are you going to try some? That would be so interesting and edgy. Like, it's weird. It's like weird. you guys you came here. It's we it's weed, it's pot. It's before it was legalized in some places, but okay. And also and then like Kim didn't come. I think that's a smart idea to not come, you know. Years ago I ate two space cakes and cuz I thought it wasn't going to work, which is what I was told, you're going to be think it's not going to work and you could take another one. I was tripping in a train station. I couldn't move. I was d- 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 debilitated. Can I add to that? Um, I, listen, when they tell you when they, when they tell you that this will put you on your ass, believe them. Facts. It will put you on your ass. It, I had this thing called a stoplight cookie, and, and <laughs> when I was in, um, <laughs> I think I was in, uh, where was I at? I was at Tommy T's, and um, it was Northern California. I'm not sure if it was, it was near Oakland. It was definitely yep, it was right there near Oakland, y'all. This little, it was like this big. It was this big. 
it looks like a butterfly. Right. Ain't nobody scared. Ain't nobody scared of no butterfly. This is a butterfly, son. I seen butterflies all my life. I've watched Reading Ram Rainbow. Get the hell out of here, you know? So I'm like, I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be cool. I took the whole thing. Big mistake. Big and it mistake. and it took a while to kick in, and you got fucked for two days. Yes, I was high. Yes, but it's like it didn't. It, it stayed in my body like yes. beef. It didn't want to leave. No, and the, the the worst part about it is at the height of the high, I felt like there was a ghost in my bedroom taking advantage of me. Because when I tell you, it was as if Moses had taken his staff and put it on the top of my butt cheeks. And then the butt cheeks spread like this. And I didn't know what was Like happening. a butterfly. Said, yeah, <laughs> like a butterfly. It, it, it butterflied my booty. I swear for Lord. Just like shrimp. You know how shrimp get butterfly? That's yeah. what happened on my butt. It, nothing came out, luckily, but I was scared. I was scared. I was suspicious. I was suspicious. That's okay. So that last week, and I, I posted about this last week, a company that wanted me to try their product because people send me food products and beauty products because I do these reviews sent me, quote unquote, CBD gummies. And that's what it says on the thing. And you know, those stupid gummies that are like iron or vitamin C and they're candy, melatonin yeah. gummies. It's candy near my bed. Yeah, so 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 I so I ate two because I thought a serving's always two to three. I'll take two tiny little squares, very small, tiny little squares, not even like a chiclet, like a a third of a chiclet. So I took two, and they gave me a CBD oil, and I think CBD's bullshit because I'm like it's like sort of just like relax oil. Like I'm not gonna know if it works, doesn't work. Let's pretend it works. Who cares? Just like something like echinacea. I don't know if it's working. So I take some of the oil. So it does not say anything about THC on the package. So a couple of, like an hour and a half later, I'm talking to my fiance, I'm on the couch and I said, I was talking about how I slept the night before and I go, it's weird as I feel like I'm sleeping now. I feel like I'm a zombie. <laughs> and I started to feel like these waves and it felt like I was like in a cloud. And then my friend looked on the website and she was like, that has t these, all the things you take have full spectrum THC with CBD. And to your point, I was high for two and a half days. Like I couldn't get off. I finally came, but then I was exhausted and like had a film on me, like like a fruit yep. roll up. You had to peel off the paper. It was a nightmare. So that's what those things are like in Amsterdam. It's not a joke and you don't know how it's going to hit. So you have to enter quietly. Right. But a, but a J is not, if you're just smoking a J, that's not going to, that's okay. No. That's cool. It just depends on, it just depends on like if it's, all right, if it's like 40 plus THC, all right, cool. You won't get messed up and you know how to hit that. But if you just have like a little fun, come on now. Oh my God, I'm smoking weed. Yeah, it's, it's Amsterdam. Yeah. Right. You, you just, but, so you agree with Brandy when she's like calling bullshit on everybody who's pretending they've never smoked pot before and she smoked pot with them. But Kyle <laughs> brings a good card to the table, just like Kim brought the kid card. Kyle brings mm -hmm. the kid card saying it's a parenting choice because she doesn't want her kids to see her smoking pot on television. And okay. I don't know. That's a line. Like, I think that might be, I that's think it's kind of bullshit, but it's a good line. And I also think it's partially true. That's a bar. That's, I mean, that's definitely a bar. And it's like, you, you want to keep your, you want to keep whatever, whatever you're doing that is considered taboo, whatever. You just want to keep that away from your, you do want to keep that away from your children. So, I definitely, I definitely do agree with her when she says that. But at the same time, still, same. come on, son. It's weed. It's not as 
and like you're saying, the world has changed. That was that was back then, um, and it was considered a little more taboo to yep. to smoke or whatever. But at the same time, now it's like, what? Looking back at it now, would it be like, oh, it, it's not a, it's not that big of a deal. Matter of fact, you probably look cooler if you if you smoke something. You know right. what I mean? Now. Right. Um. However, this show is like a quilt or like a web. You know, you see mm-hmm. those like hammocks that have those like unique knot, like that like netting. Mm-hmm. And now you are fast forwarding and you're in Amsterdam and you're pretending like you don't smoke pot with that same person. The boomerang is going to come back and smack you. It's right. And it's like it's Amsterdam. It's a, right. like like we were just talking about everything in moderation. You're not going to go. You're there for like a couple of days. It's like have have fun, you know. Do have fun. Have fun. Don't do I don't know if she was doing, I don't know what she was doing in the bathroom. If she was in the bathroom doing some shit, obviously that's, you know, obviously that's, 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 uh, that's, that's nose, nose yeah. candy. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. it was. Exactly. But now we're going to be holier than now and decide what we think is okay and what we think isn't okay. Like, and it's not okay because one's illegal and one's illegal in some places. But Brandy has kids too. So let's pretend Grand Brandy was doing something recreational. You call it out. I'm just saying this show means you're not allowed to pull up those cards because it's all coming out. And you just got to keep your nose completely clean. And if you go walk into, here's what it is. You're going on a trip to Amsterdam. If you're walking into the pot den, you started in with your kids already. So it's it's fair game. We walk, I just thought of this now. We walked into the pot den. You walk in and sit front row at a comedy show you're going to fucking get heckled. You don't want to get heckled. Don't walk in there and don't sit in the front row. Like, yeah. so if you're walking into the bulldog, someone might say something about smoking pot. And I guess I'm retracting my statement. I don't think it is a parenting choice because you had to make the parenting choice before you walked in the pot den. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you understand so what you, I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're on yeah, a television show walking into a space cake pot den. If my kids may find out I've smoked pot before. It's and it's again, it's and it's and it is Amsterdam. Fact. You went to Amsterdam, right? If you're, yeah, I'm not going to Amsterdam because my kid, yeah. And then the producers will say, right, well, just don't go to the place you smoke pot. They have a lot of nice things in Amsterdam. You're not in Gary, Indiana. Exactly. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place for everything. And whereas if it is, if it is in a place that's known for whatever, okay, you showed up, you knew what you were getting. It was in the brochure. Fact. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Who of these characters do you identify with the most, for better or for worse? Who do I identify with the most? Man, uh, <laughs> I don't even, god dang, I don't even know that. Who's the, who's the most authentic person? Who's the most authentic person on the show? Is it, uh... Ironically, uh, I, I, it could be it could be Brandy, the one who's because I was thinking I'm a little Brandy go. and a little Kyle like she it's not it can be abrasive. But yeah, she was like, are we going to be bullshit now? But, you know, maybe in this episode, Brandy, who seemed fairly sane. I think I think I identify with Brandy and hey, I identify a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit with Kim. And I will say this because. I've had to kick addictions of the minor shit, whatever, minor shit, whatever. Uh -huh. But still having that pain and having and, and knowing what that is and knowing what it takes to get over that and knowing the mental strenuity that it strenu that it causes to be able to go to that place. I I applaud that. So I'm a little I'm a little bit of hurt. I'm a mm -hmm. little bit. Of, I'm, a, I'm definitely a little bit of that. OK. Sure. And then the last question is. Well, two more. Who the rose and the thorn of the episode? The part you like the best and the part you like the least? The part I like the best, the part I like the least. I like Kim correcting Lisa. That's what mm, I liked. I okay. like I like Kim correcting Lisa. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like when it escalated past that and somebody threw it and the and the glass bottle, the wine glass got thrown. Ah. I hated that. I just Okay, I'm going back. I've had I've had a cup thrown at me before. Not fun. You know what I'm saying? I dodged that bitch. I I I you know, it missed, but it was still dangerous. So I always I can always think back to that part and be like, yo, son, if that yo, you would have got a hit, you would have had some stitches. It would have been some problems. I don't like broken glass. I don't like I don't like thinking about yeah. broken glass. My fiance Paul it's hates broken glass. It freaks him out. Anything with broken glass freaks him out. Yeah. All the little pieces. And I've that and I've had another moment with my mother. God bless her. God bless my mom, man. She's such a she, she's such a sweetheart. I love her to death. And like I said, she she watches religiously, whatever. Um, but she put glass, broken glass. She had broken it was a broken wine glass. 
She put it in the trash can. She covered it up with plastic. And, you know, when I was growing up, it was my duty to take the trash out. <gasps> but if I would see that it was just a little bit up, I would try to push it down. Oh, I no. pushed it down. Yep. And it cut my finger almost all the I'm not flicking you off. Almost all the way to the tendon. Oh, if you my can see God. It, I see it. Yeah. That's crazy that you have like a personal story attached to when that glass got broken in this episode. That's insane. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. yeah that's. It, it, oh, you remember it, like it was yesterday. Yeah. So and it, my mother, she felt so bad. She felt so bad. She was like, I'm so sorry. It missed the tendon <gasps> by literally a centimeter. Oh, my God. That's a crazy yeah. story. Wow. That is yeah. such a crazy story. And that's so weird that this was the episode that we gave you. That's crazy, actually. <laughs> um, my, I don't know. I kind of liked, I'm a call bullshit person. I kind of liked at the end, Brandy being like, because I've seen Brandy. Listen, Brandy is definitely taught, you know, challenging and can be a little abrasive and crass. But. She was like, everyone gets to, to 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 be, you know, talk about everything I do, but now I can't call anybody else's bullshit out. So I did like that. And um, mm -hmm. I was a little bored by the actual reason for the trip itself. Like Yolanda is lovely and nice. I understand why she's not on the show anymore because it's all a little too lovely and nice. It's a little boring. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like for you me, sauce. yeah, there was no zip, but like this was the zip. And then my last and final question for you was who won the night? Uh, man, who did win the night? Damn. No, I think, hey, no, the person, okay. The person who walks out loses. Ah, the so person Kyle who walks lost. Out Kyle lost for like fleeing. Okay. She lost for fleeing. Okay. Um, I would say, I would say Lisa lost because Lisa wasn't, Lisa lost because she wasn't straightforward. And shows violence. And shows violence. Mm -hmm. So I would say that. I would say, I would say the loser. I would say the losers. Oh, God dang it. God dang it. They're both losers. Yep. Kyle Flynn. So Kyle's Kyle lost. Kyle lost. Um, Lisa Kyle chose lost. violence and talked around the school. So she lost too. Who won? I think you think okay, Kim so won. Kim won. Yeah, Kim I agree. Won. I actually Kim think won. Kim won too. And it's weird because I don't know if back then... Kim won because the audience is on the ride. But as an older, wiser parent, which I wasn't then, I think Kim won too. I mean, I do not mm -hmm. think she's perfect at all, but I think she won. You can never give the winning card to like people who don't, who play under the radar. Like the other woman, Eileen, who's a soap actress. Eileen was like, I don't like you. She's like, I don't like you. Those are filler characters to me. Those are like caulk between the tiles. There's always a couple of those in that are just like talking. And I'm not even bringing up what they're saying because they're not really taking the shots. You know what I mean? There's people uh -huh. in comedy too, I'm sure. Some people are yeah, just like a, filler. They, same they, thing. They're not on it, the front lines. It's not the, it's the people who go for it. Yes. Not and the take, people and, who... And lose the biggest too. True. But... If you if you hit when you take that risk, yes, if it hits, it's worth it. Thank it's you. Worth it. Thank you. And I learned that years ago when I was on the apprentice because you could always tell the people each task that would try to take like the third from the bottom job that like you wouldn't get noticed. So you'd be enough, enough under the radar. You could pretend you were doing a little. And those were always losers. Like I was always, you know, just like right on the front, taking hits, getting in trouble because, yeah. So the characters on the show. I can't give a winning just because someone didn't say anything rude if they were born. So those are the right. filler. Yeah, so it's like that in comedy too. Interesting. You are, 
I would love, I mean, I'm going to probably call you another time to do another one. Like you're Let's do it. really fun and you like really get into the analysis, which I love. And now I know you. So I like that too. Like I get to know you. Maybe I'll get to meet your mom sometime. Hell yeah. Is she, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Ramona Farrow is a religious housewife. Like she watches every, every series she watches it. She's just, and she's still, she, she's adorable. She had surgery back in 2001. And um, she got like she would watch her soap operas because she couldn't go to work. You know what I mean? And I was mm-hmm. um, at the time I was I was in eighth grade and I was uh, I was helping, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, she started recording her soap operas back in 2000 and what she still does it today. That's For hilarious. 22 years straight. She has recorded it and she <laughs> and she loves reality television and the housewives like every every series. She loves it. So. Um, you're so wonderful. What a great energy. Like you didn't, you know, I just really loved this with you. So nice to meet you. I can't say that enough. Let's Bethany, let's do this again. We have a hundred percent. Fabulous. You put me in such a good mood today. Yay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.